influence. Who gon' feel this on another level? Uh, doing the most, let's make a toast. Shoot for the stars, 10 million gross. Came from the cracks, call me D Rose. Getting it done, you already know. Switch up the flow, can ignore how I glow. What's going on, everybody? You're here with another episode of Big Talk with Leezy with your host, Leezy the Gifted. And of course, my incredible co host is here to join me, Mr. Thomas Levy. What's up, everybody? Happy hey. to be here again. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good, man. We just went on a long walk around the lake, so I'm so feeling sick. nice and chill. Got some coffee. Yeah. It's a good time. Dude, it's such a good day for a walk. Like, I know why California is so expensive, bro. It's the weather. I'll, I'll never know. It's the weather. 100% I think that's what it is. There's great weather everywhere. Anywho. You never liked the BSing in the beginnings, I realized. I always like to try to BS to warm up, and you're always like, all right, let's get to it. Like, Don't talk to me. Don't BS me about the weather, bro. Don't textbook weather talk me. Okay. So. This is big talk. This isn't small talk. This is big talk. I don't know. That's true. So. We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, we won't. You know I never do. <laughs> so. One to remind everybody before we get onto the topic that. Oh, the contest? They have the, con- the giveaway contest is still going. It's a referral based contest. Remember, all you have to do is share the Big Talk with Leezy podcast on your social media. You got to tag me at Leezy the Gifted and you have to mention the title of the podcast. We've already had a few contestants come join us. Uh, I think we've had about five or six. It's been pretty cool. So appreciate everybody who's joined. If you haven't already, make sure to shout it out. Next week's episode, episode 95, is when I announce the winners. So I want you guys to be clear. You have from now until episode 95. Okay? This is 94? Yep, this is episode 94. This is episode 94. Yeah. Crazy, by the way. 94 episodes. That's a lot. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> so here's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about... I was thinking about one of the things that has always come kind of naturally to me that I've realized I think people might want to benefit from hearing. And it's like, I think it's the power of networking and how people always talk about networking and your network is your net worth and all that. Have you ever heard that saying? Your network is your net worth. I've heard people say that. I still don't really get what that means, but I think it means like the people that you know is what makes up what you're worth or something. I I, I don't know. But the point is, I think the word networking has this business term to it. Very professional word, networking, right? Sure. And so I think that people get confused networking, meaning I, I just think there's a misconception of the purpose of it, that people are like, oh, to network, I need to find somebody who has an opportunity for me, or I need to find somebody who knows somebody who can put me in a position to win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think that that, that people have that misconception? Um... It depends. I mean, it depends on what kind of people you're hanging out with, because if you're, I mean, if I'm networking, I'm not necessarily trying to push something on somebody Mm -hmm. that would be like selling. Yeah. But I think if you, um, want to develop your network, you have to meet a lot of people that are in the industry that you're interested in and you have to communicate that with them you have to come at them from a position of trying to learn something mm-hmm. because if you're, I mean, if you're coming at them from a position of seeing them as an opportunity, then you're just selling to them. And that's not networking. That's selling. I think that's what a lot of people do. Then they're confused. I mean, I agree. And I think that like, I think that 
<clears throat> I think, I mean, I don't get why people don't, like, the way I do it is I don't think of it as networking. I think of it as friendship making. I know that sounds corny, but it's like more about just making friends. It's about just having people that you are, that you are connected with in a positive way on like a friendship level. And I think that throughout my whole life, because of my mom and my dad and my mom's mom, Grandma Sylvia, they were huge on networking. I remember one time, so my cousin, when he got married, he had, he had like a, he had like a, uh, what's the thing? Uh, reception. What's that dinner? Rehearsal shit. Rehearsal dinner? Yeah, yeah. One of Before those. the wedding? That, yeah, whatever. That malarkey. Before the wedding. And my grandma, Sylvia, grabbed me and was like, hey, I'm going to teach you about how to work a room. I'm like, what's that mean? She's like, we're going to walk around. We're going to meet every single person. There was like 150 people in this room. Nobody I knew. We're going to meet 150 people. You're going to know what everybody does, and they're going to know who you are, and you're going to touch and shake their hands. I was like, hella scared. I was 13. But I did it. She, like, paraded me around like I was, like, a dog or something, like a little, like, like a prize thing. But she was like, I need you to learn how to meet people. Like, you're never going to do anything in your life if you don't learn how to meet people. And everybody was super happy to meet me. And I was like, what do you do? And she said, ask them their name. Tell them your name and then ask them what they do and then just start asking them questions about what they do. Don't talk about yourself. I'm like, okay. So I went up, hi, my name's Lee. What's your name? They, oh, I'm blah, 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 blah. Oh, what do you do? I'm a doctor. How do you know Larry? Blah, blah, blah. And that one experience really, and for the whole weekend, I could walk up to any of these random people. Hey, how's it going? Because I remembered them from that night. And then it taught me that lesson when I went to high school. Same thing. Yeah. Just like there's not one person that you can't meet. At least give somebody a chance. That's a – I mean I just learned something. I'm not very good at meeting people. But once I do meet people, once I'm introduced, I think that, you know, I, I develop generally pretty good relationships relationships with them. And I think the challenge that most of us have that I, I know I have is just to get out to those certain situations just to meet. Sometimes it's draining. It's, it's hard. Draining. Honestly, like, I think I'm pretty good at it, but I just, like, it's, it sounds super dumb. Like, I don't really have an issue walking up to people and saying stuff, but, like, I would say, like, 90% of the time, I don't know what I would say to them. And that's why it's hard, because I, I don't have anything to say to anybody. Right. Especially if I don't know them. Well, it gets to a point, you know, it's funny, like, <clears throat> you don't necessarily need to you don't need to go up to somebody cold that's a stranger usually you can meet people through some kind of a connection or warm where you warm it's like warming up the lead yeah. like i meet people all the time because i coach their kids okay so i'm always like trying to meet new parents it's like hey i'm coach lee what's your name it's just like an easy way to meet somebody it's an icebreaker immediately because I work for them. Yeah. I work for their kids. Yeah. You know? Um, and just – so going into situations like that, you know, where I'm like, it's not weird if I go up and say hi to you. That's different. It's sort yeah. of like – do you think that sales is kind of like that? Because you, you never – you don't – you want to tr- – you don't want a cold call. You'd rather be calling warm leads, right? Sure. But you know you, – but you have to call cold leads. I have to create cold leads for me to call. Hmm. So like, you can put that, whatever. So it's like, I just think with the social thing, I think a lot of us think like getting out and meeting people, it's so scary. But I think for me personally, most of the time, it's always been 
some kind of thing, an event, or there's been common ground between all the people I meet. You know what I mean? You're lucky. No. Why am I lucky? To not have to go up to anybody that you don't know. Well, even if you are in the same high school as somebody, if you see somebody in the same place at the same time every day, you could always say hi to just them. Just go up to them. Hey. Just say what's up. Hey. And how boom. about this high school, bro? You literally could go up to somebody. Dude, and just how do about that. sixth period, dude? Well, I just mean like I think it's important to just say hello. Like sometimes like I've literally made friends with people. Like I, I have somebody. You know Elma? Yeah. You know Elma Basharevich? Yeah. And her sister Shayla? Yeah. So here's how I got connected with Elma. Every day. I had kind of a crush on Elma when I was in high school. And I was every single... Elma, if you're listening... She knows I do. Okay. She knows I did. Every single day, I would say hi to her. That's it. I'd say, hey, how you doing? Hope you're having a good day. Like, that's all I would say. And she was super into it. That was it. And I literally did that, like, almost every day. I saw her same place, same time, for like a year. And she didn't even know my name, I think. And then eventually she learned my name, and then she be- we became friends. And then I realized that Abe knew her. You know, and it just got to that point yeah. of just from saying hi. Yeah. Hey. I think it just goes a long way. And I think that with me, the way – and I think, you know, I want to try to not make this podcast too entrepreneur specific. I want it to be personal development. But as a musician, as a musician, I think that rappers and musicians really get the networking twisted. Because I think they're really focused on – we got to meet people in the music industry. We have to find a record label executive that's going to sign me to a record label. Like I have to find the, all these – everybody I meet has to be somebody that's going to put me on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's where you get – that's where you screw the whole thing up. That's where people don't understand that if you want to be anybody, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur or a rapper, your goal should be I want to be like the mayor of the city. I want to be kissing babies everywhere I go. Yeah. I think and, – and to that point, if we're – specifically talking about music and networking and stuff people that have do not want to talk to somebody that wants do you get that like somebody that is a record label executive or somebody that does work in a in a place of power in the music industry does not want to associate with somebody who's like oh man like give me like here's my cd bro like no dude go away like We'll come to you when we're ready. <laughs> yeah, and that'll be on the twelfth of never. Right. Like, don't don't talk to me. Exactly. And so, and that's where it is. And that, and to me, where I've found, I literally have very, very moderate, like almost no success. But with the success that I have had, it's been from this concept of everybody is important. I've never really thought like, oh, this person's blah blah. I don't care about me. I've never really thought that. I've always, and this is what I really wanted to talk about too. I have created all these different branches of my brand that like almost everybody I come across will fall into one of these branches somehow, some way. Yeah. So here's what they are. It's my personal music, my clothing brand. What was it? My clothing brand, my music, social media agency. What else was it? Do I have the podcast? The, oh, this very. Oh, 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 and I'm a producer of music. Sure. I produce music, so let's just like any literally, bro. Anybody that I come across is gonna want to do something within that. Yeah, like they're gonna want to engage with me in some way, shape, or form. 
And to me, by the way, the reason that I created all of these different branches was to engage with people. It wasn't the opposite. It wasn't like, oh, I have so many people that I know. I want to try to capitalize. It wasn't like that. It was like, I have so many people I know. I want to try to create stuff so that they can engage with me so that I can try and connect with more people. Yeah. Like I don't monetize. uh, I do monetize the podcast. We have that advertisement in the beginning. Yeah. But it's like you're not – people aren't losing money to listen to the pod. Right. And the music is the same thing. Like I don't really make any money on the music. I do the music for the love of the music. But it's like if you're a hip-hop lover, you'll like me because you're going to like my music. If you're a rapper – uh, I have beats, dude. If you don't listen to a song ever and you're not a rapper, great, man. I have this sick-ass clothing brand you should check out. It's called Gifted by Choice. And if none of those things happen, be like, hey, are you into like personal development? Like, cool, I have a podcast. And if still none of those things work, then let's just go have a, a boba tea and just be Let's honest. go get a boba tea. Yeah, let's just go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just think that people, I think rappers and producers, oh, and then of course, if you're a local business owner, hit me up. I got social media going too, if you yeah. want to do that. So the point is I created all these branches because I wanted to try to connect with people. I just took my network and I said, who's in my network? What does my network need? I'm going to start building little branches out for everybody. Yeah. And I think that people miss out on that. I think people miss out on that in their own lives. Like I think people are like, oh, I don't want to meet anybody. I don't want to meet people. I'm cool with my circle. Keep your circle tight. It's like, yeah, keep your circle tight, but like you should still be trying to meet new people all the time. What do you think? I agree. You should definitely keep your circle tight. Um, you should keep your circle tight within your own organization, right. but you should make your circle as big as humanly possible outside of your, outside of your organization. Yeah. And like, dude, even if you don't own a business, your organization is your freaking family and your household. Like that can be your organization. Sure. Right. Yeah. But like, okay. Yeah. And, and here, here's, here's kind of the why behind that. So like your organization, you know, you know, you guys do your own thing. You, you know, you have your crew of people that helps you make music or helps you work on these clothing, um, you know, the clothing brand or whatever, but then you go meet somebody and they might not immediately be able to, you know, like they they might not be interested in your thing. But if you develop a relationship with them and you're, they're your friend, they have their own network, they have their own circle, and they say, hey, like this, what you do isn't necessarily for me, but I know a person who is really interested in personal development, and I know a person who's really interested in, um, you know, producing their own music, and I know a person who's super interested in, you know, clothing brands and streetwear and stuff like that. So it's this whole six degrees of separation thing. Like this immediate person might not be into your thing, but they like you as a person they're trying to help you succeed and they know somebody that can help you. And you know, if they're into their own thing, like you might not be interested in what they're doing, but like, you know, a guy who's like, Hey man, I'm totally into, you know, this kind of thing. And my friend does that. So you guys should hang out. You guys should meet up and and talk and chat. So now you're introducing people and now you have, two different people on opposite sides of your network that are connected and they have networks and they have networks. Right. So if you, if you come at it again from a place of learning and a place of help, like I want to help you, like I don't want you to, I don't know you so that you can help me. I know you so that I can help you. Right. Your network is going to be a lot more valuable than just trying to push something on somebody. Cause you're just going to be as you're going to be known as the person who's just trying to like 
sell BS to people. Right. Nobody totally. Once that kind of person. And I know it. somebody, I know people like that. Sure. And every time they is. come around, it's like, Oh God, I have to go through having this big fake conversation with you and yeah. you're going to try and act cool. And I hate that. And you know what, you know, what's cool by the way, people think like, I, I think it's cool when you can walk into a room and you know, a lot of people, I think that's cool. Like, yeah. I think that's enjoyable to walk into a room and say, have friendly conversations with many people and have good energy. Yeah. Good vibes. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I'll tell you one, you know, and I think one of the keys to networking, we've kind of touched on it on this so far is don't have an ulterior motive. Right. That's the problem. Like, even if there is somebody and you know, for a fact, they have an opportunity for you and you're like, oh my God, I want them to give me the opportunity. Don't go into it like that. Go into it like, dude, honestly, like whether they give me the opportunity or not, doesn't matter. I'm just interested in who they are as a person. You go into it like that. Dude, I think it's like that a lot with dating, honestly, too. Good people can smell good people. Yeah. And good people can smell bad people. I don't really know what bad people can smell and what they can't smell, but I think bad people can smell weak people. Yeah. But. Or not. But, or they might, you know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me, let me slow down. What did you just say? Bad people smell weak people. Oh, it's like a whole nother topic. Yeah, okay, sure. That's, that's, that's episode 95. <laughs> well, what's a bad person? What do you mean by bad people? Somebody that wants to take advantage of other people. Somebody that is only trying to push shit on you so that they can succeed and they can profit off of yeah. their relationships. And that's the only reason they have, the only reason they have relationships. It, it, yeah, and I, I, I want to say those people don't last. But like sometimes they do. Well, I mean, sure they make money, but I don't, I mean, do you really respect them? I mean, I've really realized how important your reputation is. Reputation's everything. It really is. I read that in a book once. Personal brand. Yeah. No, it's important. And I've realized that I know people who, I mean, you know, I've heard Andy Frisella talk about this on the podcast. He talks about like you need to control the dialogue, the word of mouth dialogue with your customers. Like you should be in control of that. Your customer service should be so incredibly amazing that you just know for a fact all your customers are just going to say incredible things about you. That's you controlling the the word of mouth. And it's the same thing with your reputation. You should just be such an upstanding person, human being. You should be so outstanding and outgoing to people. That like, you know, for a fact, people would not talk shit about you. Obviously people are always going to talk shit. There's always going to be those people, but that's not what I mean. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, you can, everybody knows that you just in kind of a business environment, if this is what we're talking about in a business environment, things are going to go wrong. Hiccups are going to happen. But again, it's how you handle that hiccup that is going to build somebody's confidence in you to be able to solve a problem. So if you mess up and don't bring it up with your, with your customer or client or whoever you have that relationship with, they're going to think a certain thing about you. Like either you don't know how to handle something or, you know, you're not good at either communicating or you're not good at what you said you'd be good at. Whereas if you just confront somebody like, Hey, I made a mistake and this is how I'm going to fix it. They'll be like, Oh, okay. Like, thanks for letting me know please fix it. Right. And they'll be understanding 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. The 10% of people are just crazy. Right. So. 
Yeah, I think that like <clears throat> I think that it, I think that when it comes to networking, I think like I think you just need to be able to know that you need to have the right intentions. Like no matter what. Like at the you have to just know why are you networking? Like what is the point of me building a network? Like and if you don't see the purpose of it, like you need to reevaluate. You need to understand why you should be building a large connect, not just a large connection of a large amount of people, but a deep connection with people. You've got to know why that's important. It's just like, I've been living my whole life doing that. And I, I, it's the reason for so many things. Dude, the reason that I got through school and college, like for those of you who know me really well, you know, I was a shit student. (laughs) And like the only reason I was able to get through it was because I was so good at making friends with the people in class. So when I didn't know anything, I would like, it wasn't hard for me to get a study guide from somebody else. You know, if, if the teacher said you can have a page of notes on the exam, I was good. I would just have someone else give me theirs. Yeah. Cause I was good at making connections with people. Group projects, dude, come on. You think I did any work? Oh, you're one of those people? No, but I, I would try my best to help, but right. I was so stupid and I didn't know anything in the class and I was good at, my whole thing was let me be the one who organizes meetings. Like, when are we all going to meet? Where are we all going to meet? What time does everybody's times work? That's hard. So I was like, well, I can't do anything else. So I'm going to do that. I don't know what this teacher's been talking about all year. That's valuable. Kind of. Yeah. And, and when it comes to public speaking, yeah. like I'm good at that. So you guys could give me any slide and I'll freaking crush it, obviously. Sure. But when it came to like the information, I was not very good. Point is, what I'm trying to get at with this whole point is that I was able to get through college because of that, for yeah. sure. That's, I mean, that's a valuable skill. It's something that, thank God, my mom and grandma passed it on to me. They, they really, they drove that point home with me for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing too that I think people don't get is the, you can learn, you, you learn psychology from networking. Right. That's super important. What do you think of that? Um, you learn, yeah, I, I agree. The it's like a real life meet, application. The more people you meet, the the greater your ability is to understand why people do what they do and what other people's intentions are. Yeah. And how people think and what people's goals are. Well, it's like – and like you can see like the way people act. Like it's really important that like when you're networking, you should go into networking with the intention of like giving that person attention. Like what I'm, I'm going to pay attention to this person. I'm going to try and pick their brain about them. I'm going to try and like deliver them value. Yeah. Because you're going to then learn stuff from them. Like you're going to learn body language. You're going to learn eye contact. You're going to learn voice tone. You're going to learn social cues. Yeah. You know, when you meet somebody, you can sense energy. That's important. It's important to sense energy. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's the most important thing when you're talking to somebody. What and how, what are the what do you think are like cues or just how do you sense energy? What are things that people do that you think? I don't think you. I mean, body language and nonverbal communication, but that's such a hard question. I think like no, I think I agree. That's why I wanted to try and that's pose. That's a ridiculous question to ask. Yeah, <laughs> I think that with me and energy, I think that it's. It's hard because it's about your energy also because like somebody else is going to be affected by your energy. So I think going and meeting people, I I try to be a little bit neutral because I used to be really like hyped 
you know me, you know? Hype. Like, way energetic. Oh, yeah. Some people get way put off by that. Yeah. So I was like, dude, tone it down when you first meet someone. Just be kind of neutral. See what they're about. Don't freaking scare people off. And, And then I started getting much better conversations with people. Started listening. Kind of just started listening more. Yeah. That's interesting. And I think that like, I think the most important, well, I don't know about if it's the most important, but like one of the keys is like eye contact. For sure. Like how underrated is that? The eyes are the window to the soul. Dude, that's so, it's real. I mean, I know it sounds a little cliche, but it is very, very real. Yeah. You know somebody by their eyes. I know. Like you're freaking giving me. We're staring at each other right now. And we're, it's getting really romantic. It's you guys. It's getting hot and heavy. Should right I now. light a candle? You should turn the lights out. <laughs> Keep that fan on though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but. Oh, um, hot Oh, we got to open the window. Oh my God. Steamy time. Oh my God. No, but like, I just think that like, that's been a big thing that I've been starting to pay attention to is eye contact for sure. Eye contact's big. It's huge. Do you, th- do you think. Okay, this is something I've heard a while ago, and I want to try and dissect this. Your brain works 30% less efficient while you're talking. I'm not a scientist. No, that's true. I know that that's true. Okay. So, 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 if your brain works that much less efficient, what parts of your brain do you think are being hindered critical thinking like what I don't, I don't i don't know much about a brain i'm not asking you to give me the facts i'm just i'm just trying to just we're just talking shit now basically okay like in my like what like i guess what i'm thinking is like while you're talking it's harder to detect body language and eye contact because you're sitting here thinking about what you want to say sure oh that that makes sense mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense um, I would agree. I mean, uh, you, you, when I'm having a conversation with somebody, like I try to listen to them and then process that information while they're saying it, which I guess takes a lot of brain energy. Yeah. But in, in an <clears throat> ideal situation, I like they'll ask a question or they'll, or they'll say something that elicits a response some kind of response from me and I'll just like sit and stare at them for like five seconds and just calculate what I'm about to say hmm but that's not really listening yes it is is it yes when you are talking to somebody Mm. or when they're talking to you you want to be able to break down that information and then come up with a response so that is listening I don't I don't agree how do you listen? Like when you talk to me, yeah. Like what? Like I'm listening to what you say. Okay. I'm pausing. I'm about to calculate what I'm going to say instead of while I while you're talking at me, thinking about what I'm going to say. Wait, 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 I thought that's what you said. You said that while someone's talking, while they're talking, you're thinking about what you're going to say. About what they're about what they are saying, so that oh, so oh. that when they're done talking, I can take a couple seconds. To come up with a response. Oh, I, I misunderstood what you said. You weren't listening. 
No, I misunderstood what you said because I thought what you meant was like some people will listen. Right. But they're, all they're thinking in their head is what they're going to say and rather than what that person's saying. A lot of people do that. Like when you ask somebody their name, you're really just saying, hey, I'm going to tell you what my name is in five seconds. So they'll say their name and like instantly you'll just be like, oh, God, my name's Thomas. What? I'm going to go all night wondering what your name is. Wait, you just literally exposed me. Because I'm... I exposed everybody in the world. Well, because I'm horrible with names. And now I know why. Because you're just waiting to say what your name is. Oh my God, bro. That's what I I started doing. And actually, I love doing this. Yeah, tell me. Um, This is actually one of my favorite things to do when people tell me their names. I don't think about, like, I don't think about my name because I recognize that I'm bad at it. I recognize everybody's bad at it, but I, I want to fix it for myself. I will say something about their name. Like what? Okay, let, let, quick example. Let's say you ask me my name. Go quick, real Hey, Lee, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's, what's, your... Your, what's your name? I'm Thomas. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm Thomas. What's your name? Steve. Steve, nice to meet you. I had a boss named Steve at, at the country club that I used to work at. Got you. So you'll just. I hated Steve. I hope I don't hate you. <laughs> Come on, bro. Steve, if you're listening, that's perfect. You're crazy, dude. Dude, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's cool. I like doing. Um, like, okay, let, I'll tell you what I kind of do. I need to do this more. Yeah. So go real quick. Just be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm Lee. What's your name? Thomas. Thomas. One of my favorite books, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yikes. So that's your nickname. The rest of the night, I'm calling you Thomas the Tank Engine. That's literally, yeah. That's, that's, I love doing that. That's what I do. I love yours. I really it's like the exact yours. same thing. Well, no, I'll like put somebody's name like and just give them a nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like immediately. Like if like if I meet a girl oh, and her name's, give somebody a nickname. If her name's Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey Grammer. He used to get hammered. Kelsey Grammer. I'm going to call you Frazier all night. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, did you know Kelsey Grammer used to get smashed before he would do Frazier? <laughs> yes. And, and then I'd give her a high five like she's Kelsey Grammer. High five. You're drunk. Good job, Kelsey Grammer. Like, your viper into a tree. Just boom immediately. Yeah, so that's definitely one thing that I always try to... I try to... That's cool that you have that. And I like... And what's cool is like you don't have to think about saying your name. You're not going to forget it. You will... Likely never forget your name. <laughs> Dude, you'd have to get hit in the head hell hard to forget your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But that's a big part of networking is just learning somebody's name. You know what? You're so right. We just, we just, I just circled back for you. I just did you a favor. Well, that's why I need you here. Whew, co-host, baby. You know the book I just finished, How to Win Friends, Influence People? Yeah. A whole chapter is dedicated to what is the sweetest sound to everybody? It's their own name. Their own name. It's huge, dude. It's it's a big part of networking that needs, you know, that needs to be. And I'm glad that you, we talked about it because that's, dude, that's a huge weak point for me. I'm so bad with names. You should say somebody's name if you're just meeting them. You should say somebody's name every time or every other time or every third time that you say something to them. If you're just meeting somebody. Say it again. If you're just meeting somebody, every time you say something to them, mm. you should insert their name somewhere in the sentence that you say to them. I like that. It'll help you remember it, and it'll also help them like you. Because they're thinking like, oh, there's somebody who says my name, and I like my name. Right. I like them. Right. You, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, that's, an in, that's a great trick. 
That's a gr- not a trick. It's a great tactic. It's a great. That's super smart. Um, I think the other thing too, and this is super. I picked this up from that book, How to Be a Great Conversationalist. Yeah. I, I man. I would love to borrow that book. You, oh, you would. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Can yeah, you? I'll give it to you for sure. Dude, it's, I need to be a better conversation. It's underlined a lot though. Cool. I'll, I'll definitely give it to you. I would give it to anybody. It's a great book. You listen. This is how you do it. Yeah. You listen and ask them hella questions and note talk. Note talk? No, don't talk. Don't talk. And what's funny about it is the word conversation, it means like two people talking. Yeah. But for people to categorize you as a great conversationalist, shut your freaking mouth. Shut your mouth. And always ask them questions and don't stop asking them questions. Yeah. And it's crazy because a few days or one day after I read that chapter, I was in the gym and I was talking to a buddy of mine and I was in my head, you know, I think I'm just going to try this conversationalist trick out and see if this is, if this is real. So I just ask the guy questions. I keep asking him stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I just keep trying to think of a little bit more complex questions. And by like the fifth question, the guy just says to me, and by the way, I ask him a question and then that's all the words I get out and I quiet mm-hmm. and he just talks, 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 talks. People love talking. People love talking. That's why I have a podcast. Because I love talking. Because you ask so many people questions, you never get a chance to talk. And this is like the the word vomit you get on the weekend. Correct. Exactly. Weekends are Ferda podcast. Ferda boys and Ferda podcast. Ferda! <laughs> so, you know what he says to me about the fifth question? What? God, you're a great conversationalist. Bitch, I didn't say shit. It's like, shit. dude, I've talked a total of 60 seconds and you've talked for like nine minutes. What kind of stuff were you asking him? It's my buddy Danny who works at the uh, Mercedes Benz. Okay. Constantly asking him about where he's, where are you from? He's one of the coolest guys I've ever met. I ask him where he's from every single time I see him. I've asked him where he's from. I asked him how he grew up. How did you get into sales? What do you think of Mercedes Benz? Why Mercedes Benz? That's cool. What cars do you like from Mercedes Benz? It's the guy, you know, Mercedes Benz that's right next to the luxury collection. Yeah. What do you think of luxury collection? I mean, are they, are you guys competitors? What kind of people come into Mercedes Benz? What's your most, what's your favorite type of sale? What's the easy, what are the difficult sales? I always ask him, what are the difficult sales? What are the sales, what are the sales where if people come in, you just want to grind your teeth the whole time? What types of transactions are those? Stuff like that. Just trying to get more complicated. Yeah. You learn stuff from people. For sure. It's such a great double-sided win. It's a win-win. You learn from them, you benefit, and they feel good about themselves. You let them talk. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Ask me a question. Because I kind of know the answer, but in a way I want to hear your perspective. Sure. Why is it that people who are boring are so fucking boring and they don't know they're boring? Am I boring? Hell no. I would not hang out with you this much if you're <laughs> fucking boring, dude. Why are boring people boring? I don't know a lot. What of makes somebody who's boring? Oh, come on. What makes somebody boring? And then it sucks because you know they're a nice person. They're freaking boring. They don't say anything. They don't talk. They don't ask you really much. They're just sitting there like this. You know, you guys aren't sitting here with us, but they're like, hmm? Like, they're just sitting there like, okay. Like, is there anything else? It's almost like in there, you think that what they're thinking is, okay, is there anything else? But you're like in this position where, like, if you go out on a date and the girl acts like that. Yeah. It, yeah. They're <laughs> and they're just like not asking you anything and they're boring and they don't, they're just blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why are they like that? How are they so sure. freaking blind? And like, what was it? What did I say? 
How do they not see it? I was like, why are they boring? Is it stupidity? What is it? Sometimes I think it is. Sometimes I don't think it is. What do you think? I think that, yeah, if you're not curious, mm. if you go out into the world thinking people can't teach you anything and you don't have good questions and you don't care to learn about what's going on, then that's a bit boring. Sometimes I'm afraid I don't have good questions when I'm talking to people. I don't know. I think the fact that you just said that is proof that that's not true. Because you, you're conscious. I'd like to be... I mean, I'd, I'd like to work on that more because I think I'm not very good at being consciously curious. Yeah. Well, dude, like I said, just the fact that you even know that means you're probably going to get better at it. Sure. That said, I think I... I think what, what you know, I lack in being able to, you know, ask a good question, I can definitely get a good response. What do you mean? <laughs> I think I, oh. I think, I think I entertain people enough to where they would want to ask a question to me and know that whatever I'm about to say is going to be absolutely nuts or just so not the norm. I agree with you. I think people, yeah, I hope people like asking me questions, but I'd like to get better at asking people questions. I'd like to be better at being curious and being into somebody's deal and just trying to figure out their whole thing. But Sometimes I just feel like I don't know the right questions to ask. Literally, well, in what context? It completely depends. Like, what context? Professionally, socially, whatever. Give me a, give me a sense of a professional setting where, you're, where this would need to happen. I mean, I know uh, I'm educated about what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm talking to a prospective client, sometimes I feel like I assume things. Mm. And assuming things is so dumb. Mm. I'd, I'd so much rather go into the world not knowing anything and, and like feel like I'm actually trying to figure out an answer mm. rather than asking questions to get to an answer that I want because I do that. I, I, I'm the type of person mm. that, you know, quote unquote leads the witness. Do you understand what I mean by that? I, well, no, I don't. Tell me a little more. Like, what what i try to do is get like i have i have a goal okay and my goal is to get the answer that i want out of you and i am trying to ask questions to build a case that brings us to that conclusion salesy bro that's so sales which is messed up which is uh, i i I don't think it's salesy i think it almost is more like lawyer-ish Okay. I think that's like how my brain works, which is like messed up, and I'm sorry. Um, it's not messed up. But I'd rather I'd you rather sociopath. I'd ra- exactly. I'd rather come from a place of like not understanding, rather than I understand where I want this to go. You know what I mean? So how are you gonna fix that? How are you gonna work on it? You're gonna let me borrow this book. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's such. It, I mean, you might switch up after you read the book. You probably will. I mean, I talk to so many people that I can at least practice the things that that's dude. That's what I'm saying. We all have the chance to talk to people. Yeah. Like we all have that chance. Yeah. Like it's so important to like, if you go to a coffee shop and you're paying for your drink and you're like, I want a cup of coffee. What's the total, right? Five, okay. It'll be four forty four. Why did I think of those three numbers? Is four your favorite number? That's one number three times. I don't know why, but that's Jay-Z's album, too. I don't know what... That's why. Yeah, your total's going to be 286. Your total's going to be 911. (laughs) Okay, dude. Your total's 666. No, like a Porsche 911. Uh, Not like... uh, uh, Dude, uh, you're... 
messed up, dude. That's what you're thinking about. Anywho, keep going. Uh, we'll edit that out. Uh, no, we won't. <laughs> we don't edit anything. Uh, you'll say it's okay. The total is two eighty six. Thanks. Boom and pay and leave. That's mm-hmm. how you could. But why not just be like, "How's it going in here today?" Boom, you're gonna start a con brother. Oh, you know. Oh, I, not too bad. You. I think you know? that's a bullshit question. How you doing? How's it going? How's it going in here today? Yeah, I think people are just gonna give you the answer that gets you off their back. I don't think so. I never get a bullshit I answer. Always get bullshit answers. I don't. Because I'll get ready for another question. I always go to Bone to Dose. How's it going in here today? Oh, Well, you they know. know you at Bone to Dose, so. and <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Come on. Come on, dude. <laughs> but how do you think they knew me? Go to a- They know me because I go in there all the time. That's why. <laughs> go into, like, Safeway and talk to your cashier. How's it, how's it going in Well, here? those people never stop talking. You can get any of them to talk. E- go to... I rarely... No, I rarely... Go, go-, to, go to Kinders in Walnut Creek and ask them how it's going in there today. Oh, good, man. Cool. What can I get you? But then you got to get ready for the next question. I, what I'm trying to say is you got to break. That's a great place to break the pattern. It's all about pattern breaks. It's a big thing. Everybody, hey, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Where did you go to school? What do you do for work? Do you like your job? Okay, sick. Convo's over. How's the weather? Oh, the weather's sick here in California. You know what I mean? These standard questions. Yeah. The idea of being a good conversationalist has to come from let's break the pattern. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that like, it can be practiced at your local coffee shop or grocery store or pizza place, wherever you go. I want to make pizza tonight. Um, You know what I mean? Wherever you go, try to break that pattern. That person is constantly just ringing people up. Ask them something. Tell, hey, I like this and this and this. Yeah. Hey, your shirt looks sick. Oh, those shoes are dope. Oh, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to rattle crap off right now. But ask them something. Yo, what's it like here? What's it like working here? And like, obviously they're going to lie and be like, I love it. Even I love if they it don't. so much. You know what I mean? But even if, you know, Jake, what do you like about working here? What don't you, I don't know. Just, do you get what I'm trying to say? Right. Break the patterns, man. Break those dang patterns. I have questions. I think that that's, that's been something that's worked for me is, is trying, it's like you're interviewing somebody. Yeah. You know? Well, interview questions, I'm good at because it's so structured. I know what I am going to ask and I know how to, I know what responses I'm looking for. You're talking about when you're hiring somebody? Yeah. I mean, like, in conversations. Like, it's like you're interviewing someone. When you're having just a casual convo with someone. Yeah, and I guess something that I struggle with when you're having a casual conversation is, like, and this is going back to the way I think, like, what am I looking for? Mm. You know oh, that's I mean? what you do? Yeah. And you don't want to do that? Because it, it, it's, it's such a roadblock. It leads me down such a dead-ending conversation. What am I looking for? Like, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, you know, is this person successful? Okay, cool. What do you do for work? Sick. Do you like it? How'd you get into it? Where'd you go to school? What'd you study? Do you study that? I mean, like, how'd you get into this? Cool. Okay. And there it is. Now I know what you do for a living and I can pretty much gauge how much you make based on your seniority level that you probably just told me about. Oh, uh, and why do you, what is that goal? I mean, what are you even looking for? I with don't that? even know. That's interesting. It's such a road. It's such a mental roadblock that I have that I'm just trying to get around. You know what I mean? I want to. I want to be able to ask like better open-ended questions and get people to open up more. Dude, I'm I feel like I make people extremely uncomfortable too on like a on like a first encounter. Why do you think that? I don't know. I I think that like I think people can tell that I'm like extremely just like 
you know, sizing them up. Are you? Yeah. Why do you do that? I don't know. Well, stop doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start asking people questions about them. Yeah. Look. But again, I don't know what question... Like, what do I want to know about this person? Like, why do I... Why do you give a fuck? Why do I care about... Well, look. Let's call a spade a spade here, right? I don't know. We all... It just means let's... Let's do... Oh, yeah. Let's let's, call a spade a spade. Let's be honest. Let's be be real. We all... Dead to real, dude. Yeah. Do we what? Have you never heard... Say that again? Dead to real? What? Like, I'm be dead to real. Like, I'm you just make that up? No, it's it's been it's like it's dead older. to real. Yeah, I'm like I'll be dead to real. D e a d space t o space r e a l. Dead never, to real. I've never heard that. You never heard that? No. I use that every once in a while. I've never once heard you use it. Been really? Your, been your friend for almost a decade. <laughs> yeah, like you'll say. Yeah, yeah. You'll say something. You'll say something that happens. Like, damn, dude, are you dead to real? Dude, you've never once said that to me. Really? Mm-mm. Like, swear on your life, bro. Dead to real. I wouldn't swear on my life, but like, I've never heard you say, I don't think so, but. Oh, it's one of my favorite. What songs. I was trying to get at, Jesus Christ, we got off on. I love our tangents. <laughs> Did it really? I, I say keep it a thousand. Thoughty. Thoughty P? Thoughty on the Sketty. Dude, Thoughty on the Sketty. Thoughty on the Pisketty, bro. Thoughty, are you, are you, I literally say that to the kids I coach. I'm saying, I just say to them, I just keep it a thousand with you guys. I'm gonna keep it. Dude, my favorite thing to do now is like, instead of being like, yes, dude, I'm 100%. We're like I'm being a hundred percent real right now. All, all it's it's usually like I'm a hundred ten percent or like I'm nine thousand percent serious right now. Show with a number. Yeah, yeah. you should be like I'm eight hundred thirty eight percent real <laughs> no, with you right like, now. It'll be it'll be it won't be like an arbitrary number. It'll be a round number, but it'll be so high. Nine hundred. So meaningless, dude. I am nine hundred percent committed <laughs> to this right now. <laughs> Dude, I am 999.9%. I am 17 million percent <laughs> booking this meeting today. <laughs> no, dude, I'm literally being real with you. I'm being like 100 million bazillion infinity plus But see, that's too high because that's like, that's a very obvious like hyperbole. Right. Like that's weird. Like that number doesn't exist. Like even like a million, like it has to be like a low enough number to like make a certain amount of sense, but like a high enough number to be like, that doesn't mean anything to me. I like doing like 726%. Dude, I'm like 14,233%. Then you could just start going on like, what we talking dude, about? I'm $450 a month for 36 months percent. <laughs> At like 1.9% APR, <laughs> like zero money down. This is fucking happening. <laughs> Yeah. Sign <laughs> then drive, bro. Percent real. We're- <laughs> I can tell. I want to start doing that. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I am two hundred and ten percent in the polls. Yeah. Sure, dude. I am. I am zero money down. One point one percent. Yes. Dude, I am 30-year mortgage with a $150,000 down payment percent. You are walking off my lot with a car right now. (laughs) Percent. Percent. Real. (laughs) (laughs) That's, yeah, just like, I'm done with numbers. What are we even talking about? What were we talking about before? I am up 25 points. (laughs) Sure. Dow Jones dropped. Dude, there's two minutes left. For real. Yes. Um, God damn it. I got it. I got it. I'm 100% sure. No, no. What was I saying? I said, let's be real. We all are trying to benefit. Sure. From something. Yeah. And so I think that, that, that 
I, I, I want to be candid with this podcast. People aren't going to do – I'm like trying to sell everybody listening right now. I'm trying to sell them on going to network more. And you're not – the only way I'm going to get people to network more is if they see a benefit. That's fine. If they see a benefit. Yeah. The benefit to networking more at the very least, even if they, that person doesn't have a connection for you or that person is not going to hook you up with something, dude, at the very least, you're going to learn psychology, which I kind of already talked about. And you're going to be able to make a connection that easily could help you in the future. Do you get what I mean? Yes. We're all out to benefit, but the way that you come at it has to be from a good place. Right. Well, because you were talking about how you're, you said that you're not good. You said that you're not good at asking questions and you're always trying to find like – you want the convo to benefit you at some point. Absolutely. But even at the very least, find a benefit in just like learning the psychology. Yeah. I never took a psychology class in college. Me neither. Okay. No. I never did either. I wish I did, but I didn't. Yeah. People said it was hard, so I didn't take it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm just like learning about it now yeah. with trying to just understand how to interact with people. That's what's important to me. Yeah. You know? Um, dude, I'll give you a few. Ex- I mean, God. Give me a couple examples. So many. Like, Give me an example. Okay. Do you know Emil Quintog? No. You don't know him? I think Emil and I went to elementary school. Yeah. I haven't heard that name. He's a really, he's like literally one of the coolest people I've ever met. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I've never, like just the type of dude that's like cool and confident, but would never hurt a fly. Sure. So I was always just homies with him in high school, off being friendly with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never was I like, oh, Emil doesn't have any connections for me, so I'm not going to be his friend. It was always just like, oh, he's a cool dude. I'm going to be homies with him and always stay connected. Years later, he connects me with a music producer. He says, hey, I know this guy named Jay Gold. Yeah. You need to link up with him. I go, all right, man, whatever. You know, whatever. I end up linking up with this dude, Jay Gold. He's a super cool dude. He goes, hey, man, you should come to my studio in San Francisco. I work at this place called Pyramind. Here's the address. Didn't I tell you about this? I didn't think so. I go in there. It's... It's a, it's a, it's a studio that is meant, it's part of a music school called Pyramind. Studio is probably one, $2 million studio. Damn. It's brand new, everything. They have a kitchen, refrigerator, microwave. They had like a bunch of different recording studios. Maybe it was like the whole nine. And I paid $0 to get in there. Like the guy was just like being a homie and be like, yeah, man, let's just work on music. Yeah. That came from a meal. Because Emil understands the concept of networking. And I understood that, okay, Emil Quintog isn't a music person, but doesn't matter. He's just a cool guy. I don't need to benefit from a friendship with Emil. I just want to be Emil's homie because he's a cool dude. You dig what I'm saying? But like, and that's where, that's, that's to my point. Like, just come at it with good intentions. Like, you're not trying to sell somebody. You're just trying to learn and be good to people yeah they'll see the good in you and they'll hook you up with somebody that they know yeah i think at the it's so true like at the end of the day it's the concept of like building goodwill and how like what's difficult you have to be patient you have to understand that like when you're investing in goodwill you're not going to see an immediate return and you might never see a return in that goodwill you might never see the return but at the very least People are going to have – you're going to have a good reputation. You might not get that opportunity. You might not meet that music producer just because you know this person. 
But the very least, your reputation is going to be super strong. Yeah. And you got to be ready for that. You got to be ready to be patient and not necessarily connect with the most important people. But at some point, you have to be ready to say, hey, Emil, I know that you know this person. Can you get me in a room with him? Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if that's the case. But you also have to be comfortable enough with them. You have to, be, you have, to have that relationship right. with them. You have to have a good enough relationship that, you know, that they know. You're not just their friend to get to somebody else, right? but because you guys are friends, they're happy to introduce you to somebody that they know that can help you. 100% dude. And like, that's a, big, that's, that's a big part of networking. No, yeah, it is. And that's hard because that's again, where the patience comes in. It's like, that's why you have to go into these conversations in your head. You can't just be like, all right, I'm going to try to network with this person so that I can get something out of them. Cause if you do that, they're going to know and you're going to try to right hook them too soon right hook by the way for people who don't know that just means like close the deal or close the sale or yeah that's just another way of saying like ask for the thing that you want that's a right hook yeah dude all these concepts and what's crazy bro me learning all this stuff just from real life experience gives me experience in marketing yeah like the reason and i don't sell millions of dollars of clothing but the reason i'm able to sell merchandise is because i barely ask people to buy stuff like almost never i'm just like constantly putting out content just for fun i'm not putting out songs and in my head going all right i need to put out 10 songs so that people can buy this shirt yeah that's it no dude i'm just putting out music because i love music and i love when people like my music because yeah. i want people to be inspired yeah that's it the podcast dude is the same thing three people are gonna listen to this yeah, and it's like, cool, bro, you can listen, and if you don't buy Shout out to Shira if she listened to this whole thing, dude. There's no way she does. Maybe. I mean, she said she would. Huh. That'd be sick if she did. Next time I see her, I'm going to say, hey, yeah, listen pressure to, to it. Well, now we shouted her out. Yeah. Hey, so she you, has to. Hey, Shira, did you listen to Hey, the Shira, podcast? how about that shout out? Just say that. Shira, how What do you think of that, that shout out? She's going to be like, huh? And you're going to be like, oh, you didn't listen to the pod? Like, ooh. We shouted you out. Sorry. Wait, that's our, li- dude, listener of the week, Shira. Oh, dude, we shout listener of the week. That'd be sick. We just shout somebody out, get people to listen. That's networking. <laughs> Listener of the week. Listener of the week. After we're done recording this, let's talk more about that. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, because that's that's a good idea. But guys, look, just to round it off, like we've been talking a really long time, and like I don't want to beat the dead horse at this point, but like basically, guys, like here's the point, like. Before you start networking, start to understand that you don't need to benefit from everybody. Just just make friends. Just be cool with people and learn from people. And at the very least, the benefit you get is you get to learn psychology. You get to practice co- being a great conversationalist, which means you are listening to other people and asking them questions and making them feel important. That's being a good conversationalist. And then at the end, years down the road, who knows? Maybe that person connects you with someone you need and you know you end up getting something out of it, you know, yeah. um, Tom, any final thoughts? Um, just the, the main point is, yeah, don't expect anything from anybody. And when you do finally make that connection and from, from that person that's in your network, just be super humble, be super gracious and be super thankful that they're a part of your life. And then they're, they're somebody that's willing to help you. I love it. Guys, don't forget. Giveaway contest is still going. Go shout out the podcast on your social media platforms. Tag me and put the title of the podcast in your post or what you can do, leave a rating and review on the iTunes store. That's going to earn you double points. If you do 
Both of those things, it'll earn you double points. You can just do one or the other. That'll earn you one point. Remember, I am picking the winner on episode 95. I'm going to write everyone's name down. I'm going to pick it right out of the hat and say it right in the episode. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of Big Talk with Leezy. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you next week. Peace. Pick it up, I do the most. 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 Family only, keep it close. This is the life I always chose.